This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where we read you the best real estate investing advice Monday through Sunday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you like this article, you'll find thousands of others like it at biggerpockets.com blog. But you can't, or at least you shouldn't, be looking at a screen when you're mowing the lawn or driving for deals. So enjoy this show and check out the rest of our podcasts. Just search Bigger Pockets on your favorite podcast app. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. When it comes to your rental portfolio, How Much Cash Flow is Enough? by Dave Van Horn. Cash flow is a term that comes up in most conversations on real estate investing, and for good reason. As a landlord, if the rent you charge is significantly higher than your expenses, that difference can not only help you build wealth, but can also serve as a potential cash cushion there to soften the blow when you have too many vacancies or when the unexpected happens and you need reserves. And the unexpected will happen. Eventually. It could be anything from an old roof needing to be replaced to termite damage or even a bridge being built over your property. Ask me how I know. After 30 years of investing in real estate, I can assure you that I have no shortage of bizarre landlord stories. In those tough situations, many real estate investors tap into whatever access to capital they have, whether it be reserves, lines of credit, or even their network of private lenders. Even so, the conversation is mixed on how much cash flow is necessary to provide that cushion and how much is needed to help the investor grow his or her portfolio. How much cash flow is enough? Personally, I've always had the mindset that cash flow is king. When I began investing in real estate, I had a wife and two young children to support, 
and I was in search of more income. Over the years, my sweet spot for minimum cash flow was about three to four hundred dollars, but I must say that this goal hasn't been attainable for every single property. Some properties have brought in less, while others have brought in much more. For example, I have one property right now that cash flows $100 a month, and I hate it, but that's just the way it shook out. I have quite a bit of equity in it, but the house isn't worth much. The other extreme is that I have a property that cash flows $1,600 a month. Never underestimate the power of improving a property for highest and best use. So, Instead of focusing on single properties, I started to look at my real estate portfolio in its entirety, and I think this is a practice investors of all experience levels would benefit from. What is the average cash flow? What is your average cost of capital for all your properties? For some investors, though, increasing cash flow is less of a priority compared to some of their other investing goals. Investing goals and tax implications Investors who are already high-income earners may be looking for tax write-offs and losses to offset earned income. In other words, having more cash flow, income, may not serve you in certain phases of your life from a taxation perspective. Maybe before you invest in your next property, you should ask your accountant about how much cash flow you can add without significantly increasing your taxes. Other investors may be more interested in long-term capital gains and appreciation. My point is that getting more cash flow isn't the goal for all real estate investors. Ways to increase cash flow. But if you're like me, always looking to increase cash flow, there are a few ways to do it. Of course, pursuing highest and best use of the property by making improvements is a common way to increase rent. But if you're investing in higher end properties with less room for improvement, this can be tough. After all, The more the property is worth, the more cash flow you need. Another strategy is classic arbitrage, tapping into your equity in the property and investing that money somewhere else, making a higher return than your interest rate. Certainly, cash flow helped build and sustain my real estate portfolio. Looking back, though, I believe combining my emphasis on cash flow with using arbitrage and tax-saving strategies such as taking passive losses, allowed me to build wealth even faster. I hope you enjoyed today's article. Remember, you can find thousands more like it at biggerpockets.com blog. And you can unlock new tools by creating a free account at biggerpockets.com. And for another fresh perspective on real estate investing, join me right here tomorrow.